0: into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer.
1: Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. It's so nice to be back with you again. I had started a show last week, and I thought, you know what, we just can't talk about everything that needs to be talked about in one show. So we broke it into two. So we're going to continue talking about the skin today. The skin is, like I said, the way the body is able to get a, get rid of up to 80% of the toxins that you take in. And likewise, you can take a lot of toxins in through the skin. So it's very important that you don't put anything on your skin that you can't eat. <laughs> it's so easy to go out and buy nice sweet smelling lotions and things like that to put on your skin. But refrain from doing that if you want to keep in good health. So I'm kind of reminded as I sit here and I was going over some things that I wanted to make sure I talked about. It's pretty easy to forget that someone might just jump in and start listening to this show without any prior experience with homeopathy. If that be the case, I encourage you to go back to the first shows and please listen to them about what is homeopathy and how can it help me and my family. I still have people coming into the store and they're like, do you have a remedy for this or do you have a remedy for that? Well, I was on the phone with my supplier for homeopathic remedies yesterday, and I asked her, I said, what do you do? <laughs> I said, I have people come in, and they'll buy a remedy, and they'll take it home, and then they'll come back, and they'll say, ah, homeopathy doesn't work. And I says, how do, how do you handle that? And basically, she said the same thing that I always tell people, and we've talked about this on shows prior, that if you're on allopathic, meaning pharmaceutical treatments or prescription drugs or, you know, if you've got a cold and you're suppressing it with Sudafed or Benadryl or something or Nyquil or something like that, or if you're on a different type of drug it's for chronic conditions, your body is gonna be in suppression mode because all of those things are geared to suppress the symptoms. And I asked her, I says, "Do you tell people to go ahead and clean up?" And she started laughing. She says, "That would be perfect." <laughs> so, like I said, you know, just get off your allopathic drugs with under the care of your physician of course and people say i don't think my doctor's going to want to do that well if that be the case your doctor's not there to help you he's there as your drug pusher <laughs> i'm just teasing but you know you your doctor a good doctor is willing to work with you to get off your drugs if you can work with a good homeopath your medical physician get off your drugs and clean up and like i say the cleanup remedies i like to use for pharmaceutical drugs the nux vomica arsenicum and silica and to nullify the harmful effects of vaccination for cleanup for immunizations Thuja and NatSelf it's in my book page 185 so please just do these cleanups before you try to use homeopathic remedies with success because it may or may not work for you depending on the level of suppression so with all that said go back listen to the first shows and then catch up with us here and when I talk about the skin that includes of course the hair And any other symptoms that you might have, the psoriasis or the eczema, things that manifest themselves upon the skin are your body's way of showing you, giving you a symptom of what's going on on the inside and what it's trying to get rid of. And homeopathic remedies, they're not geared to, like, fix you. All they're doing is triggering the body to heal itself. So that's the beauty of it. It just just heals itself. Imbalances become balanced, and then health returns. I had a mom come in yesterday and she's like her child is almost four years old and having trouble potty training and I said well what does the child tell you well the problem is is the child doesn't really communicate very well so you know we kind of got the whole symptom picture of what's going on with the child and I says you know what? I gave her a remedy I said let's try this I says without seeing the child and without really talking to him I said this is just a really good place to start so we'll see how that goes for her I get the right remedy and everything comes back into balance. So back to the skin. When, you know, you can be exposed to a particular illness, disease, virus, bacteria, and all these things, the body will try to throw it out upon the skin. And lately, I've been seeing a lot of staph infection upon the skin. Where is this coming from? I remember when I worked in the nursing home as a young mother, and when staff was in the nursing home, oh my goodness, the nurses scrambled, there was, the poor patient was put in quarantine and you had to go in completely garbed. Well, nowadays, staff seems to be pretty much everywhere. (laughs) Why? I don't know. When, When something like that is present, you know, I say, see a homeopath? Staph nozode will help to prevent if you've been exposed. It'll also help to trigger the body to know what it's trying to fight. And then you just use the appropriate remedies. Very often, those appropriate remedies are mercurius or heprosol or pyrogenium, depending on what the symptoms are. If there's extreme redness, if it's, if it's a growing ulcer, or you know exactly what does it look like. So we just use the appropriate remedies when something like that comes up, and even strep has been like I had a woman. I'm serious. This I couldn't believe it. She was in the hospital because she had strep in her finger. She was on intravenous antibiotics to get kill that strep that was in her finger. It showed upon her finger. She could see that you know the redness and the swelling, and come to find out it was strep in that little finger or one of her fingers. And I says that's about the same time it there was other strange strep going around, and I says, you know, what is really going on? And I think it's it kind of interesting the way the body's throwing that to the outside. But in cases like that, seek a good homeopath. They have they're equipped with their nosodes, what we call the world's disease remedies. And remember, a nosode is a remedy made from the disease tissue of a particular element. And the only reason we use nozodes in order to help the body to realize what it exactly it's fighting. And a good homeopath will know exactly how to use those. And then, of course, the appropriate remedies. And the appropriate remedies are the sensation of what's going on, how does it feel, and the symptoms, the rubrics, exactly like cures like. So with all that said, there's other things, a lot of herpes. Now herpes, don't freak out. <laughs> People are like, oh, herpes. But herpes are, it's again, there's like eight different strains of herpes, and it's basically, you think of a cold sore. That's a form of herpes, and you can get that anywhere on your body. I've actually seen kids come in, and it's all over their body, all over their face, the side of their body and you'll notice it's always kind of one-sided it's again that's part of like the shingles shingles is a form of herpes and that's where that centers on the nerve endings around the waist coming off the ganglia of the spine the the nerve endings of the spine and then when it comes out it starts at the spinal cord where you have the suppression going on in that spinal fluid and then it works its way out those ganglia those little tiny baby nerves and then it prickles and prickles along the you always feel it before it actually breaks out and as the body is able to throw that or that shingle out, then it'll manifest itself on the outside of the skin. If you go to the doctor, what are they going to do? They're going to put you on antibiotics and they're going to put topical cream on to try to dull that pain. Antibiotics are not... (laughs) You don't want to be doing that. You're just going to push it inward again so it'll just manifest itself again later. There are appropriate remedies for that. Shingles are really, really easy to get rid of homeopathically because you're actually going to the source of the issue. You know, why do we have the suppression going on in the first place? So homeopathic remedies. Like I said, a good homeopath can help you with that. And I'm not going to sit and get into which remedies I would recommend for things like the shingles because it's so individual. It's, It's very individual. And a good homeopath will have the remedy It's very specific to smallpox, which is like the precursor to all of these wonderful herpes diseases. But again, you just basically... Like Cures Like dissimilum, And you can always get my book and <laughs> read about which remedies are the best for your symptoms. Because the sensations are listed, the symptoms, the rubrics are listed, and the different remedies. And I don't have all of them in my book, of course. But you feel free to call me and I will be happy to help you match up your rubrics with that that type of disease because like I said it's it's just amazing how you can just get over something like that so quickly and people suffer. Oh my goodness. I've seen people go to the doctor and they'll come back and they suffer for weeks. And they're convinced <laughs> that they're getting better. Because the doctor has them on all this stuff. But I will I will say that one of the things I you know I don't feel bad about saying is that to boost your immune system in times of like herpes or the shingles or things like that, the remedy cystus can and that is in my book. That is a fantastic remedy for boosting the immune system and to help with any sorts of skin wounds or like herpes or ulcers that spread and itch. Calluses with cracks. That is a, it's a really, really good remedy for boosting the immune system. I've actually I remember one time there was a an illness going around the house and I just couldn't seem to find a right remedy that seemed to suit everyone. But I just went around and I gave everyone a dose of cystic can to boost their immune system. And it's, it's an amazing remedy for just helping the overall person, especially when it's a particular type of illness. Okay, for most of us, we don't have a lot of that type of illness. But when it's prevalent, it's really nice to know which remedies to reach for. I don't know if we really touched on bee stings last time, and like wasps, bee stings, spider bites, those types of skin issues. But when you get stung, the first thing to reach for is apis. Now, apis, like I say, stung bees or wasps, things like that. Apis is an amazing remedy. That, wherever there's anything watery, it looks swollen and red, hot, like inflammation, and it has a stinging sensation. It's, you know, swelling or puffy and hot. Apis the remedy to reach for first. If you're actually going into anaphylactic shock, I do have another remedy in the book that's listed, and that is carbolic acid. Fantastic remedy. It's the number one for anaphylactic shock. For the most part, most people don't actually need that remedy. That's that's pretty ex- excessive. Most people just only simply need the apis, which will help with that watery swelling and in in the stinging sensation. Ledum is also another really good remedy to give whenever there's been a sting or a bite, because It is for the puncture wounds. Ledum is always good to give in conjunction whenever there's been a puncture wound. You don't even think of a sting or a bite as a puncture wound but it is. Mosquito bites, Ledum. Ledum and of course Hypericum is great for nerve endings but you can you can give these remedies alternating. They will help take care of pretty much any skin symptom where there's been a bite or a sting. And for other injuries I always give Arnica, Hypericum if there's been an injury. Bruising, trauma, bleeding. I like to give five different remedies, alternating just to help that healing process. And arnica is always number one. Hypericum for the pain, because that's the short, it's the nerve endings that it's amazing how if you give hypericum, that pain is just going to subdue very quickly. So we have arnica, hypericum, and then leadum if there's been a puncture wound or an injury with the deep trauma, because leadum is actually. The remedy that you use, like if you have a black eye, leadum helps to pull the blood away from the injury site. It helps the body to know what to do with the excess blood that's under the skin, under the tissues. So then we have the leadum. I like to give symphytum as well because if there's been trauma, whether it be bone or tissue, a tearing of the skin, symphytum is always going to help a lot with that. Okay, for injuries, or there's been some trauma. I like to actually give Arnica first. We've talked about this. Arnica is the number one thing to give for any sort of trauma. And Arnica will pretty much protect from shock. A lot of people say, oh, I'm fine. Thank you. And They'll stand up. You know, they've been in an injury or an accident, and they can actually die of shock. With, and they're the type of people that just say, no, I'm fine. Thank you. Take care of her. Do this or do that. And so we always give Arnica Aconite is excellent to give for shock if they think they're dying, because you have the two shock remedies, arnica and aconite. We've talked about that, but always arnica first. And then, in addition to arnica, I like to give the hypericum for the pain. So you have you, you, you can alternate these remedies. You can have arnica, then hypericum. I like to give leadum if there's been any sort of puncture wound, and leadum and hypericum are going to take care of any any threat of tetanus, because if you've had a puncture wound, you've got the possibility of tetanus entering the body. So Lidum and Hypericum will take care of that. I also like to give either Staphicigria or Symphitum, depending. Staphicigria is actually excellent if there's been a, a tear or a rip in the skin. Symphitum, if there's a possible bone injury as well. And it also helps with bruising and swelling, Symphitum does. So I like to add that to the mix. And then if there's any chance that there's been foreign matter that entered the skin, of course, you give Silica. silicea, will help to get anything out of the body, and when you start giving these remedies alternating, it's just absolutely amazing how quickly the body will heal. And, like I said, I always use the Oremus creams on the skin because it's not going to suppress, it's going to help things feel better, and it'll soothe and nourish the skin because they're made with only essential oils and pure organic base products like almond oil or jojoba or coconut oil, excellent for the skin to nourish and to feed anything that's ailing. That's but I like to use the lavender oil to kill the bacteria. Okay, so this, as far as injury goes, those remedies are going to be fantastic to help heal the external. But sometimes we're just simply looking at, you know, like like I said, we talked about psoriasis or eczema. and These tend to be things that people are born with. Some people can actually develop them later, but most of the time you'll see little kids with these situations. And again, the appropriate remedy is going to help the body to balance and get over that naturally. Very often, a dose of sulfur or now and then this nosode serenum will help, but again, you you need to go to a homeopath for that. And they'll say, yeah, you know, let's just go ahead. What are the symptoms? Is it oozing? Is it, you know, dry and scaly that way? And depending on what the actual symptoms are of that skin, the pr- appropriate remedies are going to help you to get over it very quickly, or the child to get over it very quickly. Because they're, again, those are two different simulums. And the right remedy is just amazing, without suppression some people just simply have a roughness of the skin or the face, especially over the forehead. And in situations like this, a simple dose of alumina, uh, it's in the book, alumina might actually just be an excellent remedy just to try. And along with the that type of situation they they may have some dryness or some constipation in that direction and that's just that's a good simulam to know which remedy to give and again we have to remember that these are symptoms symptoms of what's going on in the inside of the body and that's the body trying to tell us what we need and so when you look at it like that don't look at it as like oh my gosh i have a disease no you have a symptom of something deeper going on so don't try to suppress it just we'll find the right remedy get over it naturally i know even like hives you know people think oh and they go and they take they'll go to the doctor or they'll they'll take benadryl for the hives oh my goodness you know this is a symptom of what's going on in the inside it's throwing it out don't suppress it we need to find the right remedy i remember when i read kent kent had said that cali iodatum was a remedy for the unexplainable hives when I say unexplainable, there seems to be no rhyme to reason, nor common denominators to why these hives will show up. And very often, that remedy will actually take away the hives and they'll never return again. But there are sometimes there are hives that come on for other reasons. And depending on the symptoms, again, the rubrics, belladonna has been known to take care of the hives. And those are blotches that tend to be a yellowish red and are hot and burning. And remember, when there's belladonna. There's always that inflammation, that redness, that that the belladonna look. And So that could be a, a remedy for the hives. Again, apis, depending on the symptoms, is it is it very swollen? You know, is it stinging type of thing? All these different symptoms that manifest themselves up on the body. It's just an imbalance going on within, and it's throwing that symptom out. So just work with it. Find the right remedy. You know, sometimes people th- think that they don't have time and they have to rush to the doctor, unless there's life threatening situation, you have time to play with a remedy or two and you can almost always find it very quickly. If you just stop and think about it. That's so why I, I tell people, you know, so they say, Oh, I don't know what to give my animals because they're they can't talk. Well little kids can't really talk either. But if you literally slow down, pray about it for a moment, say, Okay, Lord, help me find the right remedy You're almost I was always able to walk right to the correct remedy. And sometimes I look back and say, Why did that remedy work? I really <laughs> But it just did. And so just give yourself a few moments to calm down and to really think about it. What is this symptom trying to tell me? What's the bigger picture? Is there restlessness? Are they lethargic? Do they want to go to sleep? And all those things help to make your remedy picture. And if you just give it some time, you can think you can come right to the right remedy. When you have babies being born with cradle cap, I think it's kind of interesting because why do some babies have such terrible cradle cap and others? don't. They have this beautiful head of hair and no cradle cap. Well, again, you can use the nozode, <laughs> but you have to go to a homeopath for that. But the the quickest thing to reach for would be calcarb, which is calcium, okay? Calcara carbonicum. It's really good as an initial treatment for cradle cap and a low potency of that periodically. Very often we'll just clean up the cradle cap that we are experiencing. And we had talked about poison ivy last week and I know there are some people that really, you know, don't respond to the roostox, don't respond to the anacardium. And in in those cases, it's really going to be a good idea and in your benefit to go see a a homeopath. And you can actually immunize yourself with higher potencies, you know, start with lower potencies and immunize yourself up with higher potencies for immunizing yourself against poison ivy or other severe allergies like that. But there, there are some other remedies that you can try. And like I said, a good Helmet Path will help you with those things. And there's some other ideas in my book as well. And I'm not going to get into a lot of them, but I, I did want to reiterate on the fact that for those who do not respond to the root Stocks, don't get discouraged. Because there is a solution. <laughs> and like I said, there's there's over five thousand remedies that I know of. And they're always coming up with new ones. There's always the tried and true. And the books the remedies in my book are some of the The most famous, the go-to remedies for basic ailments, for the acute treatments of almost anything. And yet there are still other things out there that a good homeopath can help you find. And I don't want to discourage you as far as not being able to find the right remedy because it is there. It's just amazing. I will say that one of the top skin remedies is a remedy we know as graphite's. Which is basically pure carbon, and it's an amazing, amazing remedy. Very often, when you, you need graphites, there's there's cracks in the skin for various reasons. But whenever graphites is needed, there's always a thick, honey-like discharge to the like the herpes, or the crack in the skin or the rash there will be that honey-like discharge and whenever you see that think of graphites it's just it's an amazing remedy and it will pretty much cure anything when that honey-like discharge is present and sometimes we just simply have people who have varicose veins painful varicose veins and bruises i say bruising because what is bruising except your blood at the surface but the remedy hamamelis is a very good remedy for the varicose veins. I actually had one woman, broken veins in her eyes. Her eye was all red, and she she said it was just terribly bloodshot. And she was using a a remedy, wasn't working. She reached for the hemomelius, and she said, oh my goodness, the bloodshot eye went away so quickly, I couldn't believe it. And she said, "And oddly enough, my hemorrhoids felt much better. And I said, oh, I didn't realize you had hemorrhoids. But anyway, it's... It is an amazing remedy when, when those types of weaknesses show up. And they can because, you know, we have the blood pressure problems can tend to have the type of rupture that will cause the, the pain of the, the venous pains. And hamamelis is an amazing remedy for all that. So as far as the skin and injuries and rash and things that we can be born with, you know, there's a homeopathic remedy for just about everything. Or as there is a homeopathic remedy for everything. It's just amazing. But... I can't stress enough, you know, please do not suppress these issues. Find the right remedy. Study it on your own. Get my book. Listen to these podcasts. You're going to glean this information. I can honestly say there's probably no one place you're going to get all the information about homeopathic remedies. Like I said, it's been 300 years in the discovery stages, and we're still discovering daily wonderful uses for each particular homeopathic remedy, but it all boils down to the sensation the symptoms of the rubrics and the complaints of the person in general the whole person you can look at the whole person and I really appreciate you listening to these podcasts it's been a lot of fun I actually come to start enjoying this rather than looking at it as a um, no <laughs> so please do not hesitate to send me an email contact me if you have any questions or if there's something you would like to hear on one of my shows You know, don't hesitate to call or email I guess you probably can't call me I don't know thank you for joining me. May God bless you and yours.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.